Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. A companion post to this episode containing show notes appears on deadspin.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to joliecare at gmail.com, or just chat with me in the comments at Deadspin. Speaking of Deadspin, which I feel like is a thing I keep saying in this intro, and I'm excited about it because, of course, I always want to speak about Deadspin, um, I have got a dude of Deadspin in the house today. I'm excited to welcome Giddy Nathan to the studio for his first clean cast. Hey, Giddy. Hello. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. I was, I was thrilled that this works out this way. Um, we are going to be talking all about surviving the laundromat today. I do want to say, however, that there will be a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot that's relevant for people who don't launder at a laundromat, whether you launder in like a shared facility in your building or you have your own machines, there will be a lot of stuff in here for you. So um, don't let the, the name or the theme fool you. You can stick around. Also, you should stick around because Giddy is great and he's funny and we're going to have fun today. Um, so the thing about the surviving the laundromat is that it's a, it's a thing that we feel especially hard here in New York. Um, we're having a washer and dryer of one's own is a rarity and even the in-building laundry facilities aren't always a given, um, which is a little bit less true of other cities. Um, and I, I personally, I think as most of you know, um, have been laundromat dependent for, for years. Um, so this is something that I actually live and I, have, and I have a lot of thoughts about it. And actually there was like, you guys, there was like an incident at the laundromat yesterday that I just, like my mind was just blown. So I'm going to talk to you about that. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash askacleanperson to check out all the packages I'm offering and to select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps me so much, and I'd love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like me to consider making available. And speaking of patrons, I have a few new patrons to thank this week. Um, Not that many. You guys, do you not want to hear about this grudge I've been holding since 1981? I'm shocked by this. 1981! Like... This is this grudge is older than Giddy by far. But <laughs> you didn't have to go that far. <laughs> like you know, this is a this is a, a dry aged grudge, and I think you guys are really going to like it. It involves a black eye. Now, keep, bear in mind what age I would have been at between 1979 and 81 that I that, that black eyes were involved in this. Anyway, just a little enticement. I'm pretty curious. Yeah. Well, you can become a patron. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have I have two two new patrons to thank. Well, actually three because we have a, we have a late breaking thank you to give. Um, so big thank you to Amanda Reppend and to Julie Dow. Julie, you've been with me for ages. I recognize your name. I think I think Julie was a hairpin person with me. Which now we're talking. It's going to be seven years in March. Yeah, I've been doing this job a long time. Um, and then I have another um, another big thank you to Kate Brighting Schmidt. Uh, who j- literally, as Giddy and I were walking into the studio, edited her pledge from $2 to my favorite thing in the world, $6.90. Nice. I love it when you guys... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so thank you um, for that, Kate. I was I was really excited. Um, oh, wait, Kate just sent me another email, too. Oh, my God, that's so funny. I'm not going to read it on there because um, that, would, that would not be fun for all of you guys but anyway thanks guys uh love 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 you and um okay so now <clears throat> i'm gonna hand uh the questions over to giddy to read we've got um the first one from matthew 
um, is is actually like less about the actual laundry mat and more about how one loads a machine. But I'm going to use it as a jumping off point to talk about like what specifically to do at the laundry mat and then also how to behave. So there should be some good Joelish content in the how to behave nice. part of thing. I think I, I think I have some things to say about it. So here we go. All right. And have you read this first question from Matthew? Cool. Matthew writes. I'm an adult male in his mid-40s who has been doing his own laundry since I was 15. On my weekly trip to the laundromat, I go through a process that hasn't changed in years, because why would it? I unload the hampers into machines, load the coins, start the machines, wait 10 to 15 seconds for water, add liquid detergent, then grab my newspaper. However, this week, someone I'd never met told me I was doing it wrong and suddenly felt as if I'd wasted 30 years of my life. Do I need to start... (laughs) That's a little intense, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do I need to start the washers, wait for the water to fill the machines, add the detergent, and then finally add the clothes? I'll admit admit when the clothes are already in the machine, I'm pouring detergent directly onto them before the water overtakes them. On the other hand, putting clothes into a machine full of water feels like a good way to get soapy water everywhere. And I likely wouldn't get away with putting as much clothing into each washer as I do now. Have I been doing this wrong? No, you have not been doing it wrong at all. And and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna wait I'm gonna give the technical instructions first before I get into the moral outrage I feel <laughs> that a stranger walked up to you and scolded you for your laundering techniques at the laundromat and apparently scolded you wrong too. Oh okay. Just like calm yourself. Don't say this moral <laughs> outrage. Get the technical stuff down first. Okay. So let I'm going to talk specifically today about front-loading washing machines. Front-loading machines are the ones that have the round door on the front of the machine that open outwards towards you with the little window. Top loaders are the ones that have the lid on the top of the machine that flip upwards and towards the back of the machine. We're not going to talk about top loaders today. There's, if you have a top loader and you want to know all about top loaders and loading them, Google Jolie Care Top Loader because there's a lot out there. Um, but because this is specific to the laundromat, and most laundromats will have front-loading machines, not always, but most will have front-loading machines. Those are the ones I'm going to focus on today. It's also the probably now now becoming the more common style that people will have in their homes. In the homes, it used to be that the top loaders were the much more common choice for home machines. But now, especially because of HE machines, which are all, almost always front-loading, most people are moving towards front-loaders. So this, this will be um, information you can use if you have a front-loader at home or laundry mat or shared shared. Um, sort of basement sitch. Well, you can't even wait to add the clothes if you right. have a front loader, right? Right. Okay, that's why this question you'd open, made no sense. You'd this, open yeah. the door and all the water would come out. Right. So yeah, and, and also most of them lock once the cycle starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Basically everyone I've used. Right, yeah. the ones that I use. I mean, I, I'm sure that there are ones out there that don't lock, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, they lock for a reason because the water will... Lots of water happening. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Um, and I think that we can all agree as Americans that we are full up on flooding right now and we do not need to be creating personal flooding in our homes. Mother Nature is taking care of that for many of us. Oh, you guys, I want to mention um, just quickly in Ray floods. I know last week I talked about Harvey relief stuff. Um, obviously, we're so we're recording this on the 7th of September. We're kind of all waiting and bracing for Irma. Um, my uncle Vinny evacuated Pompano. I was very good. Took, took the Corvette and evacuated to Atlanta. I was like, "Good for you, Uncle Vinny." Good for Vinny. That's that's the most Italian statement I will literally ever make in my life. Uncle <laughs> Vinny took the Corvette and evacuated Pompano. Um, <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, obviously, you know, it's worth all sort of keeping an eye on that. I will be retweeting um, any information from Tide about Loads of Hope and am in contact with some other brands that may be doing some relief stuff around cleaning. So keep an eye on, um, on Twitter for that. And, you know, if you guys need anything from me, always email. Um, so there we go. I've, I've done, my, I've done my, my moral duty after making a flood joke. Um, Time for the real moral duty. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so here, here is how you load um, a front loader with powder detergent or liquid. The next question is going to be about the pod, so I'm, I'm not neglecting you on the pod stuff, but let's start with the powder and the liquid. The first thing that you're going to do is you're going to put the powder or the liquid detergent, whichever one you're using, into the compartment 
in which detergent goes. Then you are going to load the clothes into the drum of the washer, making sure, and this is a rule that I break all the time, truth time from Jolie, I got to be honest with you, making sure that it's never more than three quarters of the way full. I'm going to give everyone a moment to snicker because you know I'm lying. You know I, I stuff that washer with my towels. You know I do. But it's not. But it's a bad practice because you need three things to get your clothes or your sheets or your towels or your pillows or whatever it is that you're trying to get clean. You need three things. You need detergent, you need water, and you need agitation. Mm. And if you've stuffed that drum filled with towels the way it's that I like often kind do. Of a static little bundle of crap. That's exactly it. You can't get that agitation in there and the water and the detergent can't get in and penetrate all the fibers. And so it's it's not it's not the best practice. But like you guys know, I live real life. You know, I I cleaned my floors and then vomited all over them. Like I don't I don't always heed the best practices. Um, So anyway, so three quarters of the way full. That's what you want to aim for. Now, I'm going to give you one little like tiny personal tip from from me that really does work. I use the large size L.L. Bean boat and tote bags as my laundry bags because if they're just a hair under, if the bag is just a hair under full, it will mean that the drum will be three quarters of the way full. That's how I tell a load size. That's great foresight. Isn't that really good? I'm usually just waiting until my hamper is spilling over and then also making it so I can't close my closet door. Mm-hmm. And yeah. th- that's when I have to. Yeah, it's painful. Laundry. It's yeah. painful that you do that. And I know you do. And you tell these, tell me these things to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will also say, I know everybody like, well, not everybody, obviously not me. Um, but I know that, that generally speaking, people want to put off laundry as as long as possible but actually that makes doing laundry incredibly heinous in a way that if you like just have like a regular like you just go once a week and you do two loads i have exactly that much laundry in my closet right now like it just i should just leave and no i need you here no 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 you can't leave yet you can't leave yet um but after this you can go home and you can do some laundry um okay so that that was my little tip about the boat and totes um okay the com- now, back to our compartments. The compartments should be labeled and use them correctly. There should be compartments for detergent, pre-rinse, regular detergent, oftentimes one for bleach, and then a- a- always there's one for fabric softener. Um, now, the fabric softener compartment is the one, if you, if you use liquid fabric softener, just don't tell me about it. Um, I, you know, I, what I don't know won't hurt me. It will hurt me, so I'll somehow know. Um, but that's also where you'll put your vinegar for people who are using vinegar, which you, you can go ahead and tell what? me about that because I love it. Uh, oh, Giddy. Oh, there's, there's so much to teach you, young Giddy. Vinegar. Um, so vinegar is, um, is used in the rinse cycle of the wash to serve as a natural fabric softener and an odor eliminator. Huh. Yeah, it's amazing. Love it. I have a lot love of vinegar stains that I'm trying to get out of clothing. Vinegar stains? Balsamic. Oh, balsamic. Oh, that's a different, that's a whole different thing. Why aren't you emailing me with your stain question? I, we work together. I'm right here. I need to let you know about yeah. my stains yeah. more often. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Um, okay. So use those compartments correctly. If you are confused about which compartments are which and there's a, an attendant, ask the attendant. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the attendants in, in a moment. Um, one thing to tell you about the use of the compartments. First of all, they will dispense the product at the time in the cycle when they're supposed to be dispensed. So if you put detergent into the detergent compartment before the cycle has started, it's just going to hang out there in the compartment. It's not going to actually go into the drum until the time comes to put it into the drum. Now, one exception to this is things like bluing. If you put those into like the pre- pre like the first rinse cycle thing they can drip down into the drum because it's it's highly liquid um and that can cause staining so be do be vigilant about the bluing don't put it in the pre-rinse compartment only put it into the detergent compartment um and bluing is a whole other thing you know there are loads of instructions for me about bluing but please read those before you go playing with bluing even though i think you really should play with bluing because you guys know i love it so much um Okay, so one other thing to know about the compartments is that generally speaking, you only want to put liquids into a compartment along with other liquids and powders along with powders. 
this comes into play with things like OxyClean. You don't want to be putting powdered OxyClean into the same compartment that you've put liquid laundry detergent. If you use powder detergent, you're fine. But what will happen is if you put, if you pour liquid laundry detergent in, which is quite viscous, and then you put the powder in, it's just going to all like clump up and become a big old mess. So that's the best practice. Now, look, if you do it, it's probably going to be fine. There's water like rushing through that. It's, you know, it's like a luge. Um, but it's not, it's not the best practice. So I'm, I have to tell you what the best practice is. Um, and that is one that I actually don't do. I mean, I, I'll, I'll overfill a machine, but I don't, I don't mix liquids and powder. I'm not that kinky. Um, okay. Um, and then I also told, I already told you guys that the front loader basically cannot be open once it's filled. So um, process, put your detergents in the right and boosters into the right compartment, load your clothes, three quarters of the way full. Don't mix powders and liquids. That's basically what you want to know. Okay. Now, I'm going to sag a little bit and talk about the things that you should do at home to prepare a load of laundry to be done in the laundromat or even down in the basement. Um, or even if you are carrying a load down. Well, it's a little different in home laundromats. But, like, here, these are the things you, you should be taking care of at home. You should not be doing these at the laundromat. If you do... You're going to be like the woman yesterday who I just spent like an hour just staring at with my jaw dropped because this woman came in with two huge trash bags of stuff. It sounded like her daughter had a tween daughter who she screamed at to get off her phone the whole time also. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a very unpleasant laundering situation yesterday. Um, it sounded like her daughter had gotten like the stomach flu and had thrown up on like her bedding and uh, so she was watching okay. it. And, um, of course, at first, like, my heart seized up because I saw plastic bags and bedding, and I was like, ooh, bed bugs. But it was not bed bugs, thank God. Um, this woman threw the, the garbage, they were plastic garbage bags, clear plastic garbage bags, threw them down on the ground, proceeded to tear everything out of them, throw it all over the floor. She had, like, a huge bag of Arm & Hammer washing soda that she was spilling, which is powder, you know. She was spilling it everywhere. She took so long to load, load four oversized jumbo washers that it was almost a full wash cycle of my laundry. That's no good. It also, was incredibly inefficient. It was disrespectful to the people who also gross. work it's at the laundromat. And it was stomach bile. incredibly gross. All over the laundromat. Yeah. I was like, well, lady, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I, you know, inefficiency just like, is mind-boggling to me because I'm I'm just like I mean obviously I do the job I do and I know not everyone is like this and I don't expect everyone but like I'm a naturally efficient person so when I see someone who is like a naturally spectacularly inefficient person it's actually fascinating for me to mm. watch it's true you told me you had a big gulp on the treadmill today which is amazing multitasking oh I drink a big gulp on the treadmill every day this is like a thing <laughs> I'm not a disgusting animal who drinks a big gulp of diet coke every day on the treadmill <laughs> and and who yesterday had a very very in, in, embarrassing incident in front of the hot guy who I have developed like a fantasy relationship with that's a whole that giddy that's a whole other thing for a whole nother day um Okay, so here are the things that I, I want you guys to be doing before you even arrive at the laundromat. I want you to sort your wash. You should not be separating your your lights from your darks while you're at the laundromat. First of all, it is in, inefficient. It's disrespectful to the other people there who need to get in and get out because you're just wasting time. You're standing in front of a machine, hogging it up for the time it takes to sort, which is adding to your overall use of the machine time. Don't do that. The other thing is like, don't... Don't be yanking out your your dirty underpants in front of the whole laundromat. No one needs to be seeing. No one mm. needs to be seeing that. Um, it's also a very good way to lose things because you'll drop socks and not see them. And um, yeah, I, f I think that's how I have so many orphan socks. Every trip to the laundromat, probably two or three of them lose their partner yeah. forever. Yeah, it's sad when it's that very sad. Yeah, I have a drawer that's basically filled with the orphans now. And oh. Well, at least they're all together. Sometimes you can mix and match, it's and like, it kind of works. It's like the orphanage and nanny. They're <laughs> probably all in there, like, singing show tunes. <laughs> That's a nice way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. See, I, I can turn anything around. Now I can really sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also an eternal optimist, so I can really I can find a silver lining in anything. Um, 
Okay, you should also um, you should also be pre-treating stains. I've I have seen more people standing in front of a machine for ten minutes spraying shout spray on ring around the collar, and I'm like, you that you should be doing that at home. You should not be doing that at the laundromat. Um, you should do things like if you if you have clothes that you turn inside out because they're gym clothes and you want to wash them inside out or because they're darts, mm. um, that should be done at home. Um, doing things like unrolling the cuffs of jeans, of shirts, of sweatshirts, all of that stuff, that all should be done at home. You should basically walk into the laundromat ready to take a load out of whatever bag you're using and put it directly into the machine. It should be ready to go. Um, you should also, um, you should get all your products together. So like this woman who came in yesterday, she came in with uh, the biggest thing of vinegar you could buy. This huge bag of washing powder with no scoop or anything. And she had Mrs. Meyers detergent. And she was just like, she was just a rat. She was pouring everything everywhere. Like, it's, it's, you don't have to do this, but with like huge jugs of white vinegar. I, so I'm a, I'm a jar hoarder. I've talked about this on the show before. I, I have it under control now. Um, I sought help in my own self for it. Um, but, like, I do keep some jars around for laundry mat day because if I'm using white vinegar and I have a huge jug of it, instead of lugging the huge jug, I just decant it into a jar and put that in. Same with, you know, like oxy powder. Instead of bringing the huge, like, vat of OxyClean powder, I decant it. So you don't have to do that stuff, but, like, prepare your products. Know what you're going to need to use. Know what boosters you want. Have, you know, do your pre-treating all of that kind of all right, stuff. I have to ask, should yes. I be bringing vinegar to the laundromat? Um, well, um, you might, do you have problems with, um, like workout clothes retaining odors? Mm, one time I wore these workout clothes for like a week straight and they started smelling like iced tea almost permanently. I never really figured out what that was about. Iced tea, the wrapper or the drink? The like Lipton iced tea. <laughs> yeah. That would be an interesting uh, <laughs> outcome, too. <laughs> My mind went to Ice Tea the Rapper first, actually. Just got him on the brain. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> um, yeah, the vinegar may have helped with that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I talked a lot about the vinegar on the last episode, so we, we, we talk about it a lot here. But yeah, we'll, I'll do some we'll, ketchup. Yeah, okay. we'll catch up. I'll catch up yeah. afterwards. Um, uh, oh, here's another thing that's very helpful with the laundromat is um, ba- bag it up. So you guys know I love those mesh washing bags for a whole lot of reasons. I like doing, you know, putting things like shoelaces or my, like, head scarves in there so they don't wind around clothes in the wash. That's one really practical use for them. But another practical use for the bags is at the laundromat. They can be very convenient. Actually, you need to be using the bags for your socks because it's going to solve your sock problem. Mm. So... I'm going to tell you guys the reason that I started actually doing this was because there was one day at the laundromat where um, a guy was kind of staring at me creepily while I was folding my underpants, and I didn't like that. And yeah, it sounds very bad. Yeah, that happens, which is the thing we're going to talk about with that when we get to the etiquette portion of, of the proceedings. Um, so I decided I have a I have a ton of the mesh washing bags right because I get you know, like press samples for everything. I'm also drowning in laundry detergent. So if you'd like any laundry detergent, I should have asked you before. I should have said some terms. Yeah. Get Shoot. Some, well, I have, to come up to the, yeah. I have to come up to the office. So I'll bring you some stuff. All right. Nice. Um, you let me know like what scents you like and what you're looking for. I've got some special detergent for men actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't realize so. it was gendered. It is. And it bothers me, but that's mm. like, a, that's also a whole other thing. I like kind of grassy smells. Okay. I'll look through my stash and see what, what I have that will fit the bill for you. Nice. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I have all these mesh bags and I was like, oh, you know what? If I just put my underwear in the mesh bags, then I can easily pull them out and just fold them at home and like, oh, so you throw the bags into the wash. Mm-hmm, yeah. You, you, you put the things in the mesh bag, you zip them up and then they go in and because Got they're it. mesh, the water and detergent can get through. Now the rule, now I never break this rule. I never break this rule. Hand to God, I never break this rule. You do not want to fill those bags more than halfway up because you got to let them, they have to have a lot more room to move around because they're bagged up. Mm. Um, so never more than half full. So the way that I do it, I use, I use a, the, the biggest one I have for all my underwear so it has room to move around and get clean. Um, I use another one where I put all my socks in mm. and then I never lose a sock because they're all bagged up. And 
Uh, that's a tip that I'm that yeah. I'm gonna try. I feel yeah. like this is gonna solve a problem for you. Yeah. Um, Save me a lot of pain and <clears throat> despair. The other thing that I use the mesh bags for are small items like bathing suits or like my headscarves that I air dry. Because then I can just pluck it right out. I don't have to go fishing through the whole load to find my bikini top that I don't want to put in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you guys know I don't wash my, I, I hand wash, I, just, I was going to say I don't wash my bras. And that's, oh, that is a lie. I hand wash my bras. I don't machine wash. But if you're a person who machine washes, put the bras in the mesh bag and take them out before they never go in the dryer. You guys know that's one of my big rules. Don't break that rule. Uh, I don't give you many rules. So when I do, I expect you to listen. You don't want to see me when I'm angry. Um, speaking of getting angry, now is the time on the show where I'm going to get angry. No, I'm not going to get angry. But I want to talk a little bit about laundromat etiquette because I am, I'm like outraged on behalf of Matthew. Yeah. I'm outraged that someone waltzed up to him and told him un, unsolicited that he was doing his laundry wrong. And was also wrong. And it sounds like was also wrong. Well, I'm, it's not clear what the person told him. Right. But if the person was saying, put the load in a front loader after the water is already in there. I mean, that is wrong. Yeah. It's also, also generally impossible. impossible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, For any machine that I've used yeah. in New York. Um, so rule number one, mind your business at the laundromat. Um, unless someone needs help and you want to offer help, I mean, offer it. Don't like go over and just start help white knighting someone Mm. um the overly woke laundromat (laughs) user (laughs) yeah um really mind your business at the laundromat like you may not like how someone you may i see people i see people making mistakes all the time me right first of all i'm me i know the mistakes and i have a highly observant eye so i see everything that goes on at that laundromat i see people making mistakes all the time the woman yesterday was made she made every mistake in the book so what's the point at which you're like i'm going to intervene but it's not it's not my business it's not never it's never. not my business unless someone needs help or asks me uh-huh. for help with something it's not my business it just isn't you do your laundry the way you want i'll do my laundry the way i want that's it related to this and related to the instructions about you know, gathering your stuff up and having your products ready and so on and so forth and what this woman did yesterday. Stay out of the way. Stay out of the way. Like, put your stuff in. Go sit down with your newspaper. I like that Matthew brought his newspaper. Just It's a good time to unplug. Sit down and get out of the way. There is there I have I have literally stopped doing laundry on Thursdays because there is a man who does his laundry on Thursdays who cannot get out of the way. He he paces around he stands in front of machines that are not the machines that his things are in. He is somehow he manages to always be in my way and the way of every other woman. Let's be honest, doing laundry in there. And it is, first of all, it's incredible male behavior that just like makes me crazy. And I finally was just like, you know what? I can't change him, but I can change myself. And I'm not doing wash on Thursdays. And now I don't do wash on Thursdays. Wow. Yeah. But the rest of you can learn. Do you think he was pacing out of anxiety or he just likes looking at other people's laundry? I think he or? I think he just I think he just is clueless and and it doesn't he doesn't see that he is getting in everybody else's space. Huh. Um and that's, you know, that's a a thing that is common amongst a certain privileged group of people. <laughs> you know? So I listen. This in in America in 2017, I ain't changing it, so I'm just getting out of the way. Um, okay. Also, don't leave a load to linger. Mm. You're you're you're. It's bad. It's bad for your clothes. Yeah. It's bad for the machines. It's bad etiquette. Don't do it. I've experienced the mildewy smell mm-hmm. before. Yeah, it's that's no the vinegar. We were talking about the vinegar last mm-hmm. week. The mildew smell. Um, you know, re- re- related kind of to all of this, um, it, you know, be efficient with your with your time and the way that you're you're moving your your laundry in and out of machines. Um, don't hog the basket baskets or folding tables. I always wondered about the like the hygiene of those baskets. Oh that God, I, it's yeah. not good. Sometimes, like I always it's use them good. without thinking. Yeah, but I mean, we have to. 
it's yeah. kind of gross. They're so gross. There's no way those people get put cleaned. their dogs in them. I see this all the time. People put their dogs and their babies in them. And I'm like, first, first of all, guys, don't put a baby in one of those rolling bags. It's very dangerous. Um, and <laughs> I will not put my baby. In, into I the see people do it all the time, and I keep my mouth shut. You know why? Not my business. Not my baby. <laughs> yeah. I keep my mouth shut, even though it is quite dangerous. And I, you know, it's like one of those things that you're like, oh, God, if an accident happened and I, but if an accident happened and I didn't say anything, it's not my kid. Like, I can't, mm. it's not, it is not appropriate for me to get in someone else's business about their kids or their laundry or really anything. Um, okay, the last thing is um, be polite and friendly to the attendants. Be polite, first and foremost, that's very important, but also be friendly. The reason for being friendly is that they can help you. I am like pals with all of the attendants, uh, except for one who has a sullen attitude, but who's coming around because she realizes that like I give everybody else special treatment and now she's she wants the special treatment. Mm. Um, so I'm like pals with all of the attendants. I tip them at holiday time. I bring them like when I'm getting new towels and stuff, I offer them my new towel, my old towels. I launder them first and then I give them um, whether they want to use them as rags at the laundromat or whether they want to take them home and wow, use you have a very active presence um, oh I mean I'm in, I'm in there twice a week like, yeah, yeah 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 I'm a laundry goddess right um, it's also my time I, I like go in there and like I'll work for a few hours in the morning and then I go do laundry and I like answer all like the bullshit emails I have to deal with right, so it's right. just like part, part working like, working from home is great I also like that it gives you a little self-contained <clears throat> period of time you're like oh I have like 34 minutes while this loads in like let me just knock out yeah. It's like one or two chores that I have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like all the all the like dumb little emails I have to answer. Right. You know, I'm just like, uh, blah, blah, blah. like, yeah. Multi- I mean, efficiency expert over here, right? There you go. Um, okay, so before, the, you guys, this episode is going to go super, super long, I think. Um, yeah, we might not do a bonus today. I'll do something else for you guys. Um, also, I have to tell you, it's about 9,000 degrees in our studio right now. Our AC is busted. It's not cool. It's, this is not <laughs> great. Yeah, this is not great. Um, so, um, so patrons, I'm going to make it up to you guys in a different way. Um, God, I knew this was going to happen when I wrote these notes. I was like, <laughs> I have just... A, and the, the, I feel like I'm only, scra- only scratching the surface about the laundromat, too. I have so much more to say. All right, I'm going to shut up and just tell you info. Um, okay. Data dump about dryer best practices. This is this is also really important in the laundry because of course you want to like get out of there and you don't want to be spending, you know, twenty quarters to dry your clothes. So right. this is the way you're going to cut down on dryer time. Okay. Um, you guys are going to hate me for this first one, but I really promise it's so clutch, and it really is going to make a huge difference. It's going to take you a little extra time when you're loading the dryer, but it's going to save you way more time of active drying time which is good better for your clothes it'll free the machine up faster for someone else to use mm. so shake the clothes out before you put them in the dryer this is also true of your home machines this is this is your dryer best practice what you want one wanted, by one pretty much oh no no he just put his head in his hands oh no i'm, I'm slow you might have lost me already <laughs> It's I know it sounds I know it sounds heinous. I know it sounds heinous. But here's the thing. When you take a wet load of clothes out of the washer, they have just been through the spin cycle, which means did you ever have you ever ridden that carnival ride where you 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 are standing up against mm, yeah, the wall and then you spin yeah. around and right. you, and you, and you stick. Yep. Okay, that's what's going on in your clo- to your clothes during the spin cycle. So they're just coming out like all stuck to one another. Mm-hmm. And if you just take them in a big heap like that and you dump them right into the drum of the dryer, they're not going to get as much exposure to movement and heat and air as they would mm-hmm. if you shook them out. The other thing is if you shake them out, they will come out of the dryer much less wrinkled than if they went in all crumpled and folded on themselves. Okay, that's a little more compelling. Okay. Try it once for me. Okay. It's not It's not as bad as you think. And, like, there's stuff that, like, you won't really need to shake out. It's just, like, you just kind of take, you know, one by one, sort of fling them in or two right. by two and sort of fling them in. And you're, you're just adding air in there. So the thing is, is that that's going to then cut way back on the drying time. Another thing in addition to that that is very good to do in terms of cutting back on the drying time by, by creating more air and moving things around is to use dryer balls. 
So dryer balls. So for you, Giddy, you're going to love this. The like OG dryer balls are tennis balls. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I got them back. Yeah. <laughs> I got them back. I'm so excited. I have um, plenty of those. Yes, you do. So you can just throw two tennis balls in there. And what they do is they, they bounce around. They agitate? In, in the dry, exactly. And they, they move things so that the air circulation um, becomes more effective in that dryer. Nice. Yeah. All right. See, I got you back. Um, okay. The next two, you're, you, you're going to really hate me for. The first one, maybe not so much, but the second one, you guys are, are going to actually want to come murder me. And don't. Don't. Because I promise it really makes life better. You don't have to do it, though. You don't have to do it. So the first is, it is better to fold the laundry on site at the laundromat than to take it home. I and do fold do it that. Home. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for two reasons. And I know everyone's like, I just want to stuff it in the bag and get out and like get out of this dumb laundromat. And I totally get that. I understand that instinct. But the two big advantages to folding on site are, one, if you fold the clothes right after they've come out of the dryer... They will not be wrinkled. If you stuff them all into a bag, they are right. going to be wrinkled no matter what. I mean, that's so, I mean, you could be wrinkly, you could iron, or you could fold on site. I know what I would choose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other reason to fold on site is that the folding tables are just much easier to use and you'll get a better folding result than if you fold at home unless you have like a large like, a large folding surface at home but mm-hmm. most people who are laundromat dependent maybe don't, don't necessarily have that because we live in smaller homes or right. so anyway so that that's that okay now here's the part you're really gonna hate me for you you could actually if you want to just walk out of the studio right now and yeah, <laughs> just taking off the headphones <laughs> plugging my ears um sorting the clothes by type before you fold them uh. oh no <laughs> I've watched, <laughs> I've watched like dress shirts and socks even... in the same load. <laughs> there was not even such a dramatic response to the question about the woman who had a fully roach infested 10 year old microwave. <laughs> that was the most dramatic ask quickly person response ever. Proud of you. I'm proud of you, Giddy. I'm proud of you. Oh man. <laughs> I'm a soldier. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You don't need to worry about the socks because they're bagged up. All the little stuff is bagged oh, okay, up. You've, right. you've bagged up the underwear. You've bagged up the socks. You so so you're sorting. You're just you're basically you you throw everything into the basket and then you you put the t-shirts all into one pile and you mm-hmm. put the jeans all into another pile and you put the shorts into another pile and then you know you start you fold the t-shirts and then you fold all the jeans. Now the thing about doing this is it's going to take an extra minute or so at the beginning of the folding but it's going to make you a much more efficient folder it is going to save you time because you're doing is. the same type that's exactly and then you repeat it. the motion it's mm-hmm. like a muscle memory thing. yes that was exactly the word i was going to use for it, muscle mm-hmm. memory exactly it has one more advantage which here's my my i think this is actually my last tip before um before oh my god we're not even into the second question yet <laughs> i have so much to say about this um okay my last tip is stack folded clothes together based on where they get put away. Okay. So you stack all your t-shirts together. Then you put them into your laundry bag. Then you stack all your jeans together. Yeah, I think I do something similar to that. Then when you take them out, it makes it so much easier. Because listen, you guys, I know you're taking them out and putting them out in piles on a chair in your bedroom, and I want you to stop doing that. No, no, I I do do the dresser. I go straight to the dresser. This is good. I like you. Um... I want to always remind you guys that part of doing laundry is putting the clothes away. I know you're not doing it, but it is part of doing laundry. Um, And if you fold and stack them in the order that they, or not even in the order, but like by by the way they need to go, it's just going to make that process so much easier. Yeah. Okay. Boy, that was like a marathon. (laughs) We still have, I think, three more questions to get through. Jesus Christ, Jolie. Um, all right. So yeah, let's, um, let's have this. This next one is a, is a fast answer for you. This one is the one about the the pods. Um, okay. So here, Giddy, I'm going to have you read this question from Hillary. You are a trooper. Do you think I'm totally insane yet? 50%. Okay. Hi, Jolie. I love your column. I trust you unreservedly. Wow. Really devoted readers. It's, it's amazing. I, lo- I love. You could be them. a cult leader. I, she trusts I mean, you. I unreserved. am. Okay. I am. All right. You should see the crazy shit people do for me. <laughs> they send me photos of their dirty wash water. 
Is that like a every Wednesday? We, <laughs> I I tweet them hashtag Wash Water Wednesday. Yeah, oh, this is a whole thing. I've acquired some of those Tide Pods, and I'm not sure if they will muck up the compartment in my laundromat's washing machine. Some of the online reviews led me to worry about that. Would it be crazy to pop them and pour the liquid into the compartment? Thanks. Huh. Okay. The pods. Let me talk to you about the pods. Um, and I probably owe you guys a lot more information on this. I, because this episode is going to run so long, let me, I'll, I'll keep it relatively distilled. Um, first of all, there, there are two things you need to know about the pods. There, these, these are rules, and they're not Jolie rules. This isn't me being like, sort the laundry before you fold it, which is, that's negotiable. These are non-negotiable rules. You must never, ever, 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 ever pop a pod. Mm. Ever. It's it is like safety. time delayed. It's partly that, but the bigger thing, the reason that I just said ever, never, never, never a thousand times in a row is because it's actually a safety issue. Like So the detergent in a pod is super, 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 super concentrated, way uh, more okay. than concentrated liquid laundry detergent. It will get on your hands. It will get on your... It can blind you, you guys. Do what? not, Do not pop them. Do not, do not, do not pop them. Okay? Like, they, I, I, make... I'm, I'm deliberately putting the fear of God in you. It is a huge safety thing. This is especially a safety concern around children and pets. Like, that's a whole other thing that I have to talk to you about at some point. But, like, just please live with the fear of God of popping the pots. I'm pretty yeah. sold. Okay, good. Now, the other reason is a technical reason, which is that many of the pods are designed with chambers in them that you may not quite realize are in there, but they are designed for the membrane to dissolve at different times during the wash cycle. Mm. So that is the, those pods are taking the place of the compartments where you put the pre-rinse detergent and then the detergent for the main rinse and then you put your boosters. The little pod has its own little chambers in there. And it will dissolve at different times during the water. They're very smart it's little It's really pods. nicely designed little objects. Mm-hmm. It's kind of squishy. Are. It's cute. Yeah. They look like toys, though, and kids eat them. It's a whole thing. Oh, that's a no whole, good. Yeah. Um, the, sa- they're, the safety packaging has, like, come light years in, in just, like, a few years because of that reason. How do they make great. them look less appealing to kids? Well, they basically the, they create safety packaging oh, that kids can't get into. Got so it. And, like, seriously, like, trying to get into the Tide Pods thing now is, like, it's like a Mensa test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm glad it's there, you know. Um, so if you pop them, they're not going to be effective because they're the the little elements of the pod are not going to dispense at the right time. So mm. don't do that. Okay. Now, in terms of um, how you use them, you don't put them in the compartments either. You put them directly into the drum. Right. Yeah. So um, the... With the pods especially, it is very important that you put the pod into the drum before you load the clothes. That, that's very crucial. What happens if you don't do that is that you'll end up putting the pod or running the risk of putting the pod on top of the clothes or having get it tangled up in the clothes and not dissolving. Mm. And then that itself will create a whole stain of its own. That's easy, oh. easily removable, but it's like a pain in the ass. To have to run it yeah. again. Yeah. And if you put it in the dryer, then like... Oh, oh my bake no. into there. Yeah. So um, so it is really important that you do that. Now, I personally want to say I use the pods. I love them for the laundromat because I'm not lugging a big bottle of liquid mm-hmm. and I just think they're great. And so for convenience factor, I am all, all in on the pods. Um, I also just want to mention that in terms of dosing, check the instructions about dosing because if you're doing a large load of laundry it may be that the type of pod you have calls for the use of two or maybe even three pods and if you're only using one this uh, you guys i know last week i told you to use liquid fabric softener and you guys all freaked out and this week i'm going to tell you something you might not be using enough detergent which wow. <laughs> is like it's a, I'm I'm always on people and that the, I I'm always like you all everyone is using too much detergent right, right. you're it overdosing clothes, yeah, right? yeah exactly so but in the case of the pods you do want to check the dosage and instruction used based on load size okay. because you might be using not enough detergent so right. um gotta cover right. both sides that's right exactly 
People are going to die over that one, though. That's that is a very unjoolish thing to say. All right. On that note, my God, we've been recording for so long. This is crazy. Um, this is a good time to take a quick break. Giddy and I will be back with more about the laundromat. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Deadspin's Giddy Nathan. We have been talking about the laundromat and talking and talking and talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, only have, I, have a, I only have a page and a half of notes left, so I think, I think this segment will be shorter. Um, okay, so we have a question from Becky. Can I have you read? Do your best Becky voice. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, does she, I don't know if she has good hair or not. Right. <laughs> I mean... She assuredly does if her name is Becky. (laughs) I have a non-urgent question, but one that could reassure me of my sanity. I sent out my laundry, and frequently I feel like my laundry comes back with stains that weren't there before. It's happened on natural and non-natural materials. My fiancé thinks I'm a crazy person. He thinks these are stains that were there originally that haven't been fully removed. But I would pre-treat. They seem like grease stains, darker than the fabric, and tied to go pens have been helpful after the fact, but not totally effective. Am I crazy? Does this happen to other people? Is it their machines or how they're doing the laundry? As in, could I fix this by being a smidge less lazy and washing my own clothing? Side note, I've been reading you since you were at the hairpin, and I believe you have played a part in me making a better slash more adult person. I pre-treat stains. Thank you so much. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> um, okay. So, first of all, I, I'm probably not the person to come to for advice on sanity. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, not the purpose <laughs> of this podcast at all. No. It's not really my strong suit. We were just talking um, about uh, shaking clothing out before it goes in the dryer. <laughs> so, <laughs> not sure that's what you get here. I did, I did say you guys are going to hate me for that. I mean, at least I acknowledge. <laughs> It's like I know I know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> I'm self-aware. I'm just crazy. Um Okay, so let's let's talk about the mystery stains from the washer and and the things that might be causing them. Um Are you pro wash and fold or you prefer that people do things on their own terms? Well, mm, I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about the drawbacks of the of the wash and fold. Right. So, um as part of this cuz I mean cuz she did ask like should I be doing my own laundry? Right. And I mean, I can't really answer that cuz everyone has to make decisions for themselves about their own time and whatever. their own time and their money and, you know, and and what they like doing versus not doing and but I'll but I'm going to I'm going to give you some I'm going to give you some food for thought to help help you make of the right decision for yourself. Yeah. Um, okay. So the mystery stains from the water, they do happen. You are not, you are not crazy. Now, of course, it's totally possible that these are coming from you, but you pre-treat stains and you sound like you're pretty vigilant about checking for them. So if things are coming back with stains that you've never seen before and you know that you're pre-treating and checking, mm, yeah, possible that they're being caused at the laundromat. Mm. And these do happen. And the reason that they happen is because of basically of dirty machines um, from product buildup, and that is especially true of uh, liquid fabric softener. So here I get to I get to drag liquid fabric softener again um, after last week's bizarre yes championing of the drag week. it. <laughs> <laughs> there's um there's an old post from before your time at Deadspin from my my Deadspin 1.0, um, simply entitled "Fuck Fabric Softener." That's one to of the point. Yeah, it was one of my, actually it was a laundry school post from the. When I did, when I was still writing the column mm-hmm. at Deadspin and doing the podcast, I did laundry school. I did I did a lot of laundry. Um, also, as a reminder, you guys, because I want you to go read it, the new Ask a Clean Person column is Ask a Clean Person for Parents. It's an offspring, which is Life Hackers Parenting Vertical, and it's fun. It's great. 
Yeah, it is fun. I did um I did crayon this week. Nice. Yeah, it was a good one. And the comments have been great and like we're building a little a little fun commenter community. I <laughs> I've like berated all of my Deadspin followers. I was like, you guys have to go in and leave comments because I miss you. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we'll do whatever you want, Jolie, because cult leader. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Can, can cult I've got, leader? I've got them like wrapped around my yeah, <laughs> yeah. finger. It's great. Um, it sometimes makes the other writers feel insecure though because they're like, what have you done to our commenters? Why are they nice? <laughs> are they nice? I'm like, because they love me and I love them. Um, anyway, all right. So, uh, yeah. So, li- Liquid Fabric Softener is the villain once again. Um, we all feel much more comfortable with that when I'm, when I'm crying villainy against Liquid Fabric Softener. It's especially prone to creating, weirdly enough, kind of orangish spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, now, I'm not going to go through what to do about mystery stains because I talked a lot about that in the last episode of Laundry School, episode 85. So, if you need to triage a mystery stain, you go listen to that episode and you'll, you'll get the rundown of the steps to take with that. Um, but what I am going to talk about is the drawback to dropping off your laundry to have someone else do for you. Mm-hmm. So, really, the drawback is that you lose control. And the other drawback is that they don't care. Mm-hmm. And why should they? Like, it's not their job to really care how well your clothes come out. It's right. just... Clothes come in, clothes the, go out. That's exactly yeah. it. So knowing that, you have to make the decision about whether you drop off and what you drop off. Um, and like, some things that I see... And again, like, I, I, I like my laundry attendant laundromat attendants very much and i they work incredibly hard and for very very low wages and so this is not remotely to be like you're not doing a good enough job but like i see i see the difference between the way that they do a load of laundry for someone else and the way that i do which is like they don't shake the clothes out they drop them all over the floor coming in and out of the machines whether it's the washer or the dryer um you know, they they fold them in a in a way that like I I wouldn't I wouldn't I I don't send my clothes out for two main reasons. Well, I mean, <laughs> biggest reason that's on me, and I'm a control freak. Um, but but the biggest the biggest issues for me laundering out are carrying the the laundry down the stairs and around the corner, and then back around the corner and up the stairs. Yeah, and um and the fo- and just like the folding time. And sending the clothes out is not going to save me the carrying. Definitely not. And it's not going to save me the folding because I have to refold everything because they they fold everything in like the weird. They make those weird little squares. Oh, you get weird creases. And all you get over. creases, yeah. and and it's like yeah, it's just it's no good. Um, and fine for many people. It's fine. I mean, if you don't mind the creases and and the fact that your underwear are folded into like. Uh, uh, into like origami yeah. <laughs> that's fine but it bothers me I like my drawers to look a certain way and then I'm allowed to live that way and you're allowed to live the way that you want but that's one of the problems with it um, so with that said however um, you can requ- request extra services at the laundromat not all laundromats will offer this but many of them do I know that mine does um, so some of the things that you can request are specific water temperatures the use of delicate cycles, the use of low or no heat dry, um, hang drying. Some uh, My place will hang dry. Wow. It's yeah. a very bespoke laundry experience. It's not. They're just, well, here's the thing about it. You'll pay. Right, right, right. They charge extra. They're smart. Um, and actually, they're smarter than a lot of the other laundromats in my neighborhood, all of which are a similar, like, caliber of laundromat mm-hmm. meaning not super fancy not super grungy but not super fancy but these these women are just smart and they know like well we can charge we can charge like a huge premium if we just like throw a shirt on a hanger and right you know call it a day um so so that's that's one thing to think about in terms of the sending out options that you have um you know you can request extra services um another option is using the drop off service for certain things and washing certain things yourself, either in the machine or at home by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so like some examples of things like if I there and there have been times like there was a time at uh, maybe a year into Deadspin 1.0 where I 
had I, I was doing laundry for two people instead of one. I was going back to law firm work full time as a consultant and I was going to continue to keep writing. So my whole like everything just became so busy. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to make some compromises. And one of the compromises is going to be that I am going to have to stop, start dropping off. Because at that point, for, for me to do laundry for two was like four loads a week. For one, it's two loads a week. So that's much more manageable. So I was like, well, unfortunately, the sheets and towels are going to have to get dropped. Like I have to got to outsource that because I just won't have time for it. And so like. That was the kind, and I, and the, but I just, I would still do the clothes ourselves. Um, so, like, some things to think about for drop off um, are, you know, things, sheets, towels, socks, underwear, jeans, sweats, sweatshirts, gym stuff, loungewear, you know, like your stuff that, like, if it's not treated super well, you're kind of like, yeah. Um, on the other hand, if you have like Protasi sheets and all your clothes are from Old Navy, like mine are, which I have Protasi sheets and my clothes are all from Old Navy, I would probably be more apt to drop off the Old Navy clothes than the sheets. So that's one, one thing to think about it. Um, and then for finer things, like if you have like really nice cotton t-shirts that you wear a lot, or I don't know, like dark jeans that you really want to keep dark, maybe you just hand wash those things at home. And it's only a few items, and um, and so that's an option. And then, you look, I know it's not ideal, um, but just want to give you guys some different ways of thinking about managing um, your your wash day options. Okay, so we have one last question, um, and then we're going to wrap up. Um, and this will actually be a pretty fast one because I think I'm going to be able to do a follow-up at um, with some of my sweet home friends about this subject and go like really in depth about it. So um, I'm going to have Giddy read this last question from Annie. And then I have um, actually a reader tip to answer it. And I have like a little extra follow up. Um, and then we'll, we'll wrap this baby up. It is so hot in here. <laughs> I am dying right now. All right. So here's this question from Annie. Okay. I have a cleaning question. I'm hoping you have the answer. I hate, 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 hate laundromats. I get all the hates. Hate, 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 hate laundromats. <laughs> he just counted them on his finger. I am a grown-ass adult. <laughs> that was commitment. I appreciate that. And I, I, I got to respect the reader's letters. I don't, I don't want to misrepresent them. <laughs> and can no longer handle the shame of bringing laundry to my parents' home to do. I'm not at that point. I gladly bring laundry to my parents' home. Um, but have resorted to sneaking it in when I know they are not home. This cycle of laundry shame is obviously not sustainable, so I'm thinking of buying a Wonder Wash, that tiny hand crank washing machine thing. I'm wondering if you have any experience with these and know if it will actually agitate my clothes enough to get them clean. Okay. So, um I've never even heard of that. It's they're cool. They're like they're like salad oversized salad spinners for your clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um and actually like you can use a salad spinner to like you know, obviously only for small things. Like you could, wa- you could wash your thongs and then you could wash your thongs in a salad. Spinner. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> handy for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, they're, they're neat. And, and the thing is I, I've wanted one for a long time, but I, even though they're not that, that big, the way that my apartment is set up, I literally have no place to store it. And I'm me. And like, I can't just like, leave it out in a corner because I'll see it and it will bother my my sense of aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, it's not it's not really a great solution for me just because of my own kind of like nuttiness. Um, but on, <clears throat> God, a podcast, it must have been ages ago. I can't, I mean, it's so long ago, I can't even remember when it was. But I, I, asked, I asked the listeners if any of them had them and if they had any thoughts. Um, and so, um, indeed, a listener named Alina um, emailed me, and she had this, she has the Wonder Wash, and so this is what she had to say, but I think this is very helpful. Um, so she said, you asked about the Wonder Wash. I've been hand-washing for years, and I can attest that this does improve the hand-washing process. I don't have as much of a storage problem because I have a shelf installed high in the bathroom close to the ceiling. So I stick it up there, and it's out of the way until I need it. 
I find that I can put more in and that the added friction does leave the clothes cleaner. I rinse it in the machine and it's relatively easy. Especially when it comes to lacy underwear and bras, this process is a big improvement. I'm going to get some soak wash and see how that makes things even simpler. Love your articles. Best, Alina. Um, Okay, so let me tell you guys about the soak wash, or let me remind you guys about the soak wash, because she's referring to to a product that I talked about back in this old episode. You guys, this episode is so old. It was definitely when I was still with my old network. Um, I think it may have been the one where I had Leslie Stockton from the Sweet Home on, um, and I actually saw Leslie earlier today. She's going to come back later this year and do an episode about table linens and um, dish towels and potholders and all of that stuff with me right before Thanksgiving. It will be more fun than it sounds, I promise, because Le- Leslie is fun. Leslie gave me eclipse water to drink today while she was interviewing What's me that? about stains. Um, it's water that you make during the eclipse. Ah, uh, cl- duh. Eclipse water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she's fun and, and, you know, weird like, weird like me. Okay. So, like, it'll, it'll, it'll be a lively um, episode. I'm, I'm going to try to do a lot of, just so you guys have, like, a little preview of what to expect. Um, in November, I'm going to try to do a lot of sort of, like, kitchen and holiday prep um, related episodes. And I have <clears> – <throat> so Leslie's going to come in. And then um, Josh Gondelman is going to come in and we're going to like, guy. yeah, super, super funny guy. We are going to wicked Boston out because we're going to talk about like, you know, going home to Boston every year for we're both. Well, I'm from Boston. He's from just outside of Boston. Um, we're, we're very excited. I promised him I would wear my No More shirt for it. Like, nice. we're, yeah. Um, so that's just a little preview of what I've got lined up for you guys. Um, okay, the soak wash reminder. Soak wash is the hand washing detergent pick from the Sweet Home. Um, it is a no rinse formula, which means that when you're hand washing, you can take the rinse portion out, which is actually the longer part of things. It takes longer to rinse than it does to wash. Um, so you can cut way, way, way back on hand washing time by using soak. And I've used it, and it's very good, and I love it. Um, one more thing to mention about the Sweet Home. Back when this question from Annie came in, I emailed the Sweet Homes appliance guy, Liam McCabe, who was on the episode with me where we talked about the vacuum cleaners. Um, And I asked him if he had any experience with portable washing machines and or with the like hand crank type ones. And he was like, so funny you just got in touch. I literally just started researching a guide to portable washing machines. And I was like, and he was like, I don't know that much about them yet, but I'll keep you posted. And I was able to put him in touch with some cleaning experts I know who use portable washing machines so he could interview them. And I asked, I don't think they're going to be doing this, but I did ask, I was like, if you, if you can fit it into the guide, it would be great to learn about like the wonder washes and those kinds of things. But I think probably it won't be part of that. But... I, um, when I saw Leslie earlier today, I asked about the status of that guide and indeed it is like going to be published soon. Nice. Yeah. So the timing has been amazing. Um, and I will for sure, if I can, Liam lives in Boston, um, and, but he's here in New York often. And so if I can make it work, I will have him come back and he and I will do a big follow-up episode all about the portable washers. And I think I'll probably have Leslie join because apparently she actually owns a portable washer. Hmm. So we'll do a whole spirited episode um, about that. Doesn't that sound exciting, Giddy? As long as there's Eclipse water in there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll plug the fourth mic in and get you some Eclipse water. And nice. We'll make it happen. Um, all right, you guys. So I'm not, my God, this was a long episode. It was good, though. It's laundry school. I get excited about laundry when <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, I think, you know what? We've got, we could do, go do like a 10-minute bonus. I want to hear about the U.S. Open. Yeah, let's talk. I want you to tell me what the best drink at the U.S. Open is. That's what we'll do on the bonus. Okay. And then I'll include a drinks recipe for my patrons. Mm-hmm. How about that, patrons? That sound fair? Yes. Thank you. I can hear you all out there saying, that's fair, Jolie. Shut up. We're tired of hearing your voice. Um, okay, so on that note, that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes. 
leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And I would also love it if you would tell me what you thought about Giddy. I'm excited to have a dude of Deadspin in here, and I want to convince more of them to come in, but they're a tough crowd, you know. Yeah, it's hard to get us out of our cave. Yeah. I mean, I really have tried, and it's difficult. <laughs> so if you guys, like, heap praise on Giddy, then they'll get jealous, and then they'll come out of the cave. There we go. Yeah. So, um, and I also just want to thank you so much for being here. Of course. I, I know this was long and hot. Um, you're a real trooper. And I want to have you come back. Um, and, of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 